0: Uncover and Elevate is the next evolution of Liberate Your People Pleaser. I'm Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and after coaching hundreds of clients, I am unapologetically clear on this. People pleasing is a symptom with a deeper cause. Being in a toxic relationship or career and feeling trapped has a deeper cause. Avoiding difficult conversations has a deeper cause self-sabotage, imposter syndrome, confusion, feeling insecure, all have a deeper cause. In Uncover and Elevate, we are going to look under the hood every week to uncover what the deeper causes are that shape our lives, including the ones that make breaking a pattern, even one we want to break so hard. Then we will elevate our lives with tools designed to transform those deeper causes and deal with the symptoms. Join me each week as we uncover and elevate our lives. And now, here's this week's episode of Uncover and Elevate. Hello, everyone. Let's talk today about the difference between empowering questions and disempowering questions because I had a client recently who is very smart, very evolved, you know, very self-aware, and In her describing her frustration of what was going on in her life, I saw this pattern of questions, which didn't sound bad on the surface. You know, um, why, when I do this, is that happening? You know, why aren't I able to move forward on this goal of my life? You know, those those sound like reasonable questions, Uh, but in fact, they were moving her in a place that led to very critical answers. And I have found over the years with myself, because coaches I've been working with have pointed it out to me, uh, to the point that I notice it now, I can feel it now in my body when I start doing this. And I see it a lot with clients is they are asking themselves questions in an attempt, you know, to come up with a good answer, right? Self-inquiry. But the questions themselves have have a tendency to lead us into a critical, judgmental, limited, or scarcity-wrapped answer, okay? So if you feel like my client who felt like they weren't moving, even though they were unhappy with their career situation, they also weren't really moving forward, on doing something about it. And so, you know, the question is, well, why I'm so uncomfortable? I'm so unhappy where I am. Why am I not finding the energy to, you know, move forward and start looking for different work? That sounds like a great question on the surface, but what I find it leads to are disempowering answers that turn into some version of something wrong with us, right? So that her answers kept going into, I guess I'm just not motivated or I'm not able to um, take action when I want to, like they, it all turns into this self-criticism of kind of what's wrong with me that I'm not doing this. So I have learned over the years to rarely ask myself why, um, why when I'm seeking an answer. So the, the context I like why in oh okay let's see seeking an answer this so let me let me let me just lay this out (laughs) because i'm gonna talk out of both sides of my mouth i didn't really mean what i just said uh so i like why when we want to understand our motivation for something why do I want a new car? Why do I want a new job? Why do I want a new house, a new relationship, a bigger business, you know, to make more money? Like what's my motivator? So when why is, when you're asking the why question to find out what's at the core of what makes me want this, then why is a great question. Okay. But when we're trying to find an answer to a problem, then I find it is not a good way to start a question. It sort of ends up to be like, why do babies die? And there's just no good answer. (laughs) So I don't like to use why questions unless I'm sort of digging for my motivation in something. I want to use a question that will lead me in an empowering way. So in this same session, as this client is asking these questions that seem like good questions why am I not motivated even though I know I'm ready for a change that seems like a good question but because the answers coming up were well I must not be you know that turns into there's something wrong with me I'm not doing it right I'm not good enough I'm not smart enough I don't have enough money I you know Everything that leads to that way, I want you, even just as you hear me say those things and maybe think about a situation like this in your own life, feel how it's like boxing you in. That That's how it feels to me when I accidentally do this to myself. And I remember the first time I was being coached through it because I thought these were really smart questions, right? <laughs> um, and uh, what I realized is in my body, what I feel like, is like I've just walked myself from, you know, a big outdoor open space where there are lots of possibilities, right? If we want to think of the metaphors for this. So, like, if I'm standing out in an open field and I am open to infinite possibilities and infinite possibilities are all around me that I can go, you know, seek out, receive for myself, you know, I am open to all those infinite possibilities. Well then if I walk myself from that field like say into my house, now I have smaller access. There's not, you know, there's not as much open space. There's not as much possibility. But as I ask myself these why questions, why am I not doing this? Why is this not working for me? You know, the sort of what am what am I doing like in a marketing campaign that falls flat? What did I do wrong? Questions like that all move us into, forget from outside to inside the house, like into the smallest closet of your house, right? Like you just get boxed in, boxed in, boxed in, and every answer leads you to something more critical, more limited, more, you know, negative, something that takes away your empowerment. And so that's why I don't like those questions. So in this session, we took, you know, the exact same scenario. She wants to change careers. she she's unhappy where she is. She wants to go somewhere else, but she's not really having the energy or motive seeming motivation, you know, to do something about that. So instead of asking, well, why is that?" I just turned the question into what is?" what does the you that you are becoming or that you imagine yourself to be after you have this new career, what does she want to do? How would she handle this? Another question I love when we're, well, any kind of um, scenario, really this works, I think of it in big life changes, but you can bring it down to smaller things, is what's seeking to emerge? What is seeking to emerge in me? You know, so that takes us to, ooh, what's seeking to emerge? Oh, I want to feel more empowered. I want to work in an environment where I'm valued for my skills and talents and abilities. And the place I'm in now, I don't feel that way, right? That would be the contrast to it. So, okay, so that's what's seeking to emerge. So, if I can get behind what's seeking to emerge. If I can get the answer to, you know, in the other way that I phrased it of like, so what is this version of myself that I am becoming, that I'm growing into? What does she want to do about this? You know, she, there's no wrong answer. So she may want to wait. Like I have something in my own life this way right now that I just feel like I just need to wait a couple of weeks before I take action on it. I don't know why. That's just an intuitive, you know, when I sort of seek my inner wisdom instead of that part of me that I'm a big action taker. So any problem that shows up, I want to do something about it. Okay. (laughs) So you may not be that way. You may have a tendency to not take action. Okay. Doesn't, doesn't matter. There's nothing better about action takers versus not, you know, it's just that we need to know ourselves. So, but for me, this felt like an odd answer. Cause I'm such a doer. It was like, wait, just sit still, just do nothing for two weeks. Okay. So what I am seeking to become what's emerging for me in this particular project is a wait okay, all right, that I can do because that feels, it, it feels empowering, even though it's not action oriented, because I know I'm following my inner wisdom, like that's how that feels. If I'm following my inner wisdom, I feel empowered. You know, your question, whatever it is, is disempowering when it makes you feel worse. Anything that takes you closer to criticism, closer to judgment, closer to any sort of comparing, you know, and finding yourself less than any sort of not good enough, whatever questions took you there, those are disempowering questions. It is the question. It is not you. It's the question and how then your mindset responds to that question. So ask yourself a different question that leads you to a place where the answer is not going to be critical. Because When I ask the question, what is seeking to emerge in me or to my client, you know, what's seeking to emerge for you professionally that, that you're, that you're wanting, you know, to go after that you don't have now. Well, she's not going to run through a litany of self-criticisms and self-doubt that that's not a natural answer to that kind of question. It's going to lead her to what she wants to what she desires, to what would delight her in her work atmosphere. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. This is why if you haven't checked it out, join me on Tuesdays um, live on Instagram every week, 12 o'clock Pacific, so three Eastern. And I have a show I'm doing called Delight and Desire. And so that whole show is how we can focus on what delights us and what we desire as actually the way, like the way on the path to unapologetic, authentic living, that we will get to our best selves when we follow our delights and our desires. And this question of what's seeking to emerge or other empowering questions like, who am I becoming, you know, and what would she do in this situation? those kinds of questions will lead us to that kind of exploration that's like oh okay in my case for this one particular thing okay she trusts the uh herself and the universe enough to just wait to not take any action right now to wait that tells me that there must be some piece of information or maybe it's a connection I'm going to make or something, something, or maybe it's just my bandwidth, maybe my, uh, you know, inner wisdom always knows. And so maybe it's just that I'll in two weeks, I'll have a better bandwidth for it and be able to come at the project from a higher level of consciousness, whatever that is. I'm not questioning that I'm trusting it because I can feel how it's coming from my inner wisdom, how it feels empowering when I am having Inner um, direction, you know, to move, uh, an an inner voice, so to speak, that's telling me to move in a certain direction. That is critical or heavy-handed, or pushing me, or some kind of. Well, if you don't get this done by Friday, you know, you're a loser. You've been lazy. You like that is not your inner wisdom. Your inner wisdom is never gonna strike you over the head with a you know two by four. It doesn't yell and scream at you. It's not harsh. It's not critical. It's always gonna sound like something much more loving, kind, um, gentle, I'll say, even if it's leading you to a decision that takes you out of your comfort zone, the message to go do that is of a much more kind and gentle nature. It just has a different energy around it. And anytime we're getting criticism, not good enough, any of those things, that is not your inner wisdom. That is not your higher consciousness. That is not the divine. <laughs> it, however you want to think of that, it, that is not it. Because anything that takes us away from feeling how incredibly powerful we are as human beings, and how incredibly powerful the universe is, right? Like this power that created everything we know of and all the things we don't know of yet, that energy or that divinity or that energetic power in the universe, however you whatever your belief system is, that took It from a big bunch of nothing to the big bang of all of all that we know in creation that is still happening that is still that energy is still available that's why i say you know there are infinite possibilities because there are all kinds of things that are going to be thought of today that no one else has ever thought of or tomorrow or in a hundred years because There's always more. There's always another idea. There's always another way to solve a problem. There's always something else because that is the nature of the universe, infinite possibility. And so anything that takes me away from my own power, away from my own sense of really knowing and trusting and believing in those infinite possibilities is not coming from my inner wisdom, that's coming from something conditioned in culture through your family, a trauma response, any number of things, um, all the kinds of things I work with people, you know, in one on one coaching with, so that we can dissolve those things, disempower those things, and tap into the things that bring us into our power into that knowing of those infinite responsibilities infinite possibilities. Infinite responsibilities? That's the opposite of what I want to say. There are not infinite responsibilities. Well, there could be, but I don't want you to take them on. Um, Infinite possibilities. That's what feels empowering. Infinite responsibilities does not. So that's a perfect example of something we can just know that is not true. It can't be true. It may feel true. So this is where we can't always, um, I'm going to say like, mm, trust our feelings. Because while our feelings, there's nothing wrong with how you feel. And there's nothing bad about what you feel. But your feelings don't always reflect what's truthful. Right? Like you can feel like I'm mad at you because I didn't return your call yesterday and you text me and I didn't text back. And so you feel like I'm mad at you or I'm resenting you for something. We do this all the time with family and friends. And then when we actually talk, you find out, oh, I was just super sick or I was super busy or I was whatever, whatever. And I just forgot, thought I text you, you know, must've done it in my head, not in my phone, you know? So then all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay. So, that feeling that I was mad at you, that wasn't true. Now you felt it. So I'm I'm not arguing that you felt it. We don't want to argue what we're feeling, but we can look at it and say, "Hmm, but does that really represent the truth? And so what I'm saying to you today is that when you feel disempowered that is not representing the truth. It may be exactly how you feel. And I understand that, but what takes us to that feeling of disempowerment, our self criticisms are our comparing ourselves and coming up short, you know, all those kinds of things. And that's not, those things are not really true. There is a truth within you that is more powerful than any external circumstance. And even when we're in a tough spot, a job that needs to be left, a relationship that needs to be left, a really difficult conversation, even when we're in a, a tough spot, we our truth is going to lead us to something that feels empowering. So again, it may be outside of our comfort zone, but it's empowering when you feel like your questions are leading you into something that feels like you don't have power then that's just the red flag to me, you know, that it, that can't be, um, what's true for you or what's authentic for you. Uh, and so to look at the way you're asking the question, you know, and try one of these, like what's seeking to emerge or what would the future version of myself respond to this? Um, how would, how would my best friend respond to it this way, you know, like the idea of someone who knows me, loves me, and always sees me at my best, how would they respond to it? So let's say I got some sort of critical feedback for myself. Like, let's say I get a hater on Instagram. And if I start to take in that there's some truth to what they're saying, and maybe I should not, you know, talk about this or be the way I am. They hate my purple hair, whatever that's going to take me into a feeling of of disempowerment and my actions are going to follow that so i know it can't be true for me okay it can't be true if it leads me to disempowerment what is true always leads me to empowerment i may have to come to terms with the fact that there are people that are going to be haters and what i say publicly and how i look whatever it is okay but having haters in and of itself doesn't have to be disempowering. It's the story we tell ourselves about those haters, right? Um, well, as to whether or not it's disempowering. So uh, I I would love to hear your thoughts on this. I would love to hear if you, if you try using one of these questions of what's seeking to emerge or how would my future self or the person I'm becoming, the me that I'm becoming, how would they solve this problem or respond to this person. Um, I love to hear how that works for you. So always you can DM me on Instagram at Brenda, Florida coach is who I am on Instagram. You can email me, you know, drop into the show notes. You'll see my Instagram link. You can email me. You can simply book a 15 minute call right now, at least at the live recording of this episode, the middle of April, I have a couple openings right now for one-on-one clients. And so this could be the exact right time for you to begin to work with me one-on-one and let me coach you through some of these things. And how obviously what I can share with you on a podcast is a lot more limited than what I can do with clients one-on-one. And it was so sweet because just yesterday I got a... email from a client and we haven't worked together for like five or six years. And uh, she was just uh, gushing about how empowering specifically was the word that she used and how our work together brought her back into her power. And that is the best compliment of all to me because that's what I want for every client. That's what I'm showing up for in every session. I don't have an agenda for your life. I don't, I'm don't. i not invested if you leave the relationship, leave the job, like do the thing. That doesn't matter to me. What I want to do in our time together, the same as I want in even this podcast and the time together that we have here is to lead you into your own truth, into your own power. We all have things that block us. From our truth, from our power. And what I love about the one on one environment environment is the depth that we can go in that. plus it's a two-way conversation instead of a one- way like this. But that's why your comments are so important to me. It's the closest thing to two- way on a podcast I can get. Um, if you email me, you know, DM me, whatever, put a comment wherever you're watching this listening to this podcast to give me your feedback. Did it make sense? Did Do you have a question? Is there a topic you want me to cover or a scenario that you want me to cover in a future episode? Like whatever it is, make this as two-way of a communication as is possible in this sort of platform because I always love hearing from you and I hope that you'll start joining me on Tuesdays live on Instagram for delight and desire. So with that, I'll wrap it up and you look at whatever your challenge is right now and put one of these empowering questions over onto it and see what you come up with. I'd love to hear about it. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Uncover and Elevate. Check out the show notes for tons of great information and resources. Like if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast so we can uncover and elevate an issue in your life, just complete the form in the show notes. You can follow me on Instagram at Brenda Florida coach. You can work with me one-on-one or get additional information about one of my group or private retreats by completing the form in the show notes. And I would love it if you would share this episode on social and tag me. I'd also love for you to post a five-star review, wherever you get your podcast. It makes such a big difference and will help others find the show. And I'll be incredibly grateful. This is Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and I'll see you in the next episode of Uncover and Elevate.